0: Thank you for downloading the Beacon Church podcast. We hope that you enjoy today's message and that you find that God speaks to you through it.
1: You've changed a bit since yesterday. You were all discreet and gentle. And now you're so loud. Yeah, What's happened?
2: Yeah, that was changed. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Father, we just want to thank you. We come again, Lord, and thank you for your presence. Thank you, Lord, we're just carrying your presence. And as we realize that, you just are drawn to our knowledge of of your presence in us, and you add to it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you that we can never outgive you. We can never outmaneuver you. You are just so great. Thank you, you are kind, and generous, and have our good always in mind. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I was saying to Owen yesterday that, uh, you know, we get booked up, but it's, it's not like I advertise. It, years ago, uh, a prophetic man said to me, Doors with feet will come chasing after you. That's quite a word. And it has. Doors with feet, meaning the doors are just going to open without me having to do anything about it. So coming here, we knew no one, really. We didn't know who was going to be here. Knew Owen slightly. So met him in Cape Town when he came into the townships. And then when we, were, when we lived in Bermondsey and we were at London leaders, hi, Owen, and so on, haven't been seen him for four years since we've been out of London. And out of the blue came this invite to this weekend. I mean, that's quite something. And when we get invited somewhere, what you need to know is, a, I'm what is called a catalyst. Move on. And God normally brings us where he wants to speak his well done over a church for where you've come to and now. You want more? Let's move on. So it's normally the change of a season is when I get called in. Isn't that interesting? It's not business as usual, but it's always God's well done. Well done. And I just feel your foundation, the way you've reacted to things and the mature way that you even acted last night in coming in and the chairs. I mean, it's a big thing. You know, we we chuckle, but it's a big thing. You're used to the rose. And then you come in and there's chairs around. um, And it's like, what is this? But you adapted immediately. That means your foundation is so strong and secure in the elders and leaders, have shaped you and helped you so well that actually now the building can go up. Do you see? It's a whole new season. And we were in Bermondsey when the shard was going up. Um, and so from, you know, it had the billboards around for a number of years and there was nothing and there was nothing. And one day, one of the elders um was in the bus, the top level, and looked over. And God spoke to him, one of the Bermans, elders, and said, things are hidden, you know, behind the billboards. Things get hidden as the structure, the foundation goes down, 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 down. And people think, what's going on here? It looks like nothing is going on. But actually, it is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of feet, been dug into the ground so that there are strong pillars for what is coming up. And when you look from the bus, he said you could see over the billboards and it looked a mess. There were wires all over and there were, you know, a building site deep down and people with hard hats and digging and nobody dressed properly because they're they busy doing the slug work. And then suddenly the building, the billboards come down a bit and the building starts to go up. And it's all slick. And the windows come in and this is where people now look in at the windows. And you'll see the, you know, the architects come and they're smarter and so on because this is now open to the public. Before it's hidden and things are being put in place. I feel you have been putting things in place. But it's like somehow this weekend something's turned and you are now in your smart gear, spiritually smart gear, because the building's going to go up now and the windows are going to be there for people to look in. So you're going to find the doors open and people are going to start coming in. There's going to be a change and an attraction to come and see what this place is about because it's going above ground. That makes sense. And so, Father, thank you for that. Thank you. The foundation is so firm that actually I wasn't nervous. How they are going to respond? I was just like, well, they're up for anything. I mean, up for anything. That's amazing. And I want to thank you for that, Lord. Thank you that you send me to places where I don't have to work hard and dig myself, but where I can move people on into um, the structure going up. Thank you, Jesus. The other thing is, Greg had a word for the church as well.
0: Um. Um, While Angela was talking uh, about your visit to Cape Town, Um, I just want to thank you because when... When you left, Angela found in her pigeonhole a thank you letter from you and chocolate. And she always talks about that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. well, she took a lot of people into the township over the years, and not everybody thanked her. And you had the presence of mind to put a thank you letter and a chocolate uh, mm. in her pigeonhole. And thank you for doing that. Me. Mm. Yeah. Um, The word I had um, was on Friday evening while we were worshipping. And uh, God showed me a picture of a city. I didn't know what city it was, but the city was uh, paved in gold. The pavements were all gold and everything was beautiful. And... I likened it in my mind I likened it to the New Jerusalem coming down from heaven. The city paved in gold, the streets paved in gold. And uh, and God said to me, No, it's not that, it's not the new Jerusalem. That is London. It's what London the potential of what London could be. And God and at lunchtime we were talking to Owen and Owen was speaking about you guys being in Brixton, in the middle of London, in the middle of Brixton, your church in the middle of Brixton. And I believe God. what God was saying, that you guys have the potential in Brixton to change Brixton into a place that it is, from a place that it is now, to a place where it can become an a area in London. Brixton can become a place where the streets are paved with gold. Mm. And not only that, not only Brixton, but the wider London can become, because we all know what goes on in London. London is a lovely city. We love London, but stuff happens. There's darkness, (coughs) there's sin, but the potential is that London can become a city paved with gold. And the potential is that it could start Brixton. Mm. So you guys have got that foundation that Angela was talking about to build on that so that London can change. Not only Brixton, but London. Mm. Thank Thank
1: you. I would like you to give yourselves a round of applause. No, 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 hold on. That's too quick. (laughs) <laughs> for actually adapting so well this weekend. It's a, it's a For me, it's a big thing. It's a big thing to see people open and aware spiritually and ready to give things a go. It's quite risky because you don't know what's going to happen. And even with that tunnel last night, um, normally when we do it, I don't do it often. I only do it when I feel God says... And normally when I do it, it takes a while. It goes very quick, the first people, because people don't know, you know, it's still a bit cold and should we close our eyes and how scary. With you guys, we got the big fat words from the beginning. It went slow from the beginning. (laughs) Two and a half hours. And I'm thinking, Half past nine, there's a fire pit and marshmallows. I must keep the time until Owen said, just let it go. I us let it push a few on because it went slower and slower. But isn't it wonderful to know the prophetic in you? What a prophetic people. That was incredible to see things unpacked. And... Um, the, the warmer you got in God, more confident, the more it flowed out. And I want to commend you. You're a prophetic people who can change things into gold. Because you see in Matthew 5, Matthew 5 verses 13 and 14, you, you are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. But your salt is still very rich. It's still very, very rich. You are the light of the world. Isn't that amazing? me. But Jesus said you. That's what he, he declared it. So it's a given. It's done. It's not going to work for it. It's done. A city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Isn't that amazing? Cannot. No matter what the enemy does, it cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to all in the house. In the same way... Let your light shine before others so so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. You know the wording, so they may see your good works. And so what we do is now we're going to do good works so that they may see. But it's not about that. It is because he's in us and we're so relaxed in him and trust him, the good works just flow. And they look and they say, "Look at this!" And uh, and God gets the glory because you're saying, "What happened? Why are they? Why are they commending me for what? Because you don't even know you're doing it because it just flows." So I think it's Matthew 25, the sheep and the goats, and um, Jesus says to the sheep, "Come to my father. When I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. Etc." And if you remember what they answered, when did we do that? You know, we're so looking to to please God with our good works, and did I do this today, and did I do that? Those people were saying, when did we do this? Because they had, isn't it amazing? They had no idea. It was so natural, it's just what we do. We as Christians are just filled with good works flowing out. And so Jesus will come one day. And say, John, you did this and that. And when did I do that? I remember doing the things that I set out to do. But this, I don't remember that. Yes, but when you did it for the least of these, you did it for me. Isn't it amazing? So it's flowing from us whether we know it or not. It's not about always the scene. We're always looking for fruits and, and works. And did I do all right today? Just, you know, it's about... Jesus said it, you are the salt of the earth. I want you to turn to each other and say, you are the salt and you are the light. And that's enough. Don't let me lose you now. But you know we must declare these things. Sheesh. Don't take it too far. But we must declare these things over each other more often. Because, do you know, we often see the negative in each other. Oh, they work so on my nerves and so on. But You chuckle because you know what I'm talking about. But you know, we are called to see what is good in people. So for myself, this is what I do. I look at people and I think of them as a mind. And, you know, we've all got coal here, and coal is the negative, the things that just don't work. But I look deeper, and there's the gold, and I think, I'm going to go mining. I'm not going to remind people of the negative. I see it, but that's not what it's about. We know in here. The enemy tells us how bad we are, so we know. So I don't need to come and remind everybody, this is, this is, I see all this. It is, I see the gold. Now, let's go mining. Rather, remind people of what they've got inside them. And this goes for going into the world as well. Say to people, do you know what I see in you? I see this and that. And they think, whoa, what is this? Instead of concentrating on the bad. Because Jesus took those disciples and they weren't the cream of the crop. And yet he saw the good in them and brought that out to the point that when he went to be with the Father, he could, as I said yesterday, leave the massive commission for these 11. Imagine he disappeared and he left the commission with 11 men who certainly, Peter, I will die with you, Jesus. And then he, he he just says, I do not know him. And then you get Thomas, unless I feel everything, I will not believe. And even, you know, we read Matthew 28, and it's this wonderful commission. But if you read the verse before, it says, And they came to Jesus, but some doubted. But some doubted. And yet he left the commission with even those that doubted. Because he knew. He knew of the fullness that was to come. And he had the total confidence in the Holy Spirit in us to get the work done. So those 11 and then the 120 and then on and on did their work. It's now our season. And the commission has landed, boom, with us. But the same Jesus who had confidence in the power of the Holy Spirit for the 11 has power has the same confidence of the power of the Holy Spirit in us to get the job done. So the streets of gold, Jesus has full confidence that his church, that he's building, will do the job. It's not confidence in us and our, oh, but I don't speak and I'm shy and I'm this and I'm that. It's confidence of him in us. It takes that Big, I've got to get this done. I'm now in Brixton and I've got to get this done. More, well, Lord, you put me here. Here I am. What do you want to do? So I keep on talking to God. I'm here. How do I, what do you want in the ministry time? What do I do? I'm talking because he can't ask me to do it. I don't know what to do. When you're led by the spirit, you don't know tomorrow what's going to happen. When you organize it, you know. But when you're led by the Spirit, it's always him. And last night I walked around and I watched him at work. I opened the door for him to flood in and I watched him at work. And I was talking to him saying, Father, this is fantastic. Look what you're doing. Look how you're reviving people and bringing out new things. And it's this contact with the Father because he comes to live in us to to give out. We carry him around. So I take myself and I put myself in highly and say, okay, Lord, here I am. Now what do you want to do? Not what am I going to do. What are you going to do? Do you see the difference? It takes that pressure off. And, Father, I want to ask that you break pressure off us to do all these. Or or they may see your good works. I better go and do some good works. No, I just want to be me. I just want to be me because God likes me as I am. When he wants to change me, he will do it. But today, he likes me like I am. So I would spend time getting full of self-pity. Oh, Father, look at me. You know, I get angry and you've got to change me and so on. And eventually God said to me, why are you wasting a whole day moaning? But I thought I was being holy by asking him to change me. the whole day? Please Lord, change me. And he said, you're wasting a day. <laughs> I like you like you are. I know that you've got this. But I, in the future, I know the time I'm going to touch that and bring healing. But today, like yourself like you are. And move on. Do do what you're called to do. Can you people handle that? that sound all right? Do you like yourselves like you are? Now there's a question, eh? And it is. That's a big one. Do I like myself? I know there's stuff. Till the day we die, there's stuff. We're only perfect when we see him face to face. But I'm not going to waste my time trying to do his job when he's happy with me now. Tomorrow he'll change me into that, but that's tomorrow. I've only got grace for today. I want to set you free to like yourselves as is, and for God to give you the grace to like Mm. yourselves as is, without getting arrogant. We're not called to be arrogant. If you get arrogant, look at me. You immediately put your hand in the crisp hand of the enemy. We are a humble people, but not, this is humility. This is unbelief, actually, and an act. But even if we don't do this physically, spiritually, we're often walking like this. But it's, no, I'm confident in him in me that he will do what he said he would do. I'm confident in that. And you can be confident today. So we are the salt of the earth. Now, in South Africa, we've got this meat. It's called biltong. Yeah. It's an acquired taste because it's actually meat gone rotten. Well, actually, no. No, not really. It would have. But it's raw meat, people. It's raw meat that has been so salted that you can carry it for six months, a year, and it doesn't go off and you pull it off in chunks. But the thing is, when you eat it, your lips pucker up because salt makes you thirsty. Isn't it interesting? Jesus said you are the salt of the earth. So we are so salted in him that when we walk, people come near us and they get thirsty. We make people thirsty. They start chatting to us. Even if they don't like us or appear to not like us, we're having an effect. And they become thirsty and they've got a drink. And who do we take them to? To drink from him. Father, I want to ask that we become even more salty, that we make Brixton and London and wider. Don't just go for the small. Go for the big package and then work down. You know, it's the big. We kingdom people. So we start with the local, but we keep our vision. Father, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, end of the earth. And with Nehemiah, when he rebuilt the wall with his team, it says some work close to home. And some worked away from home on the on the wall. and so it's a some ha, can are local minded, and some in the local church get big kingdom vision, and the two works together always in the big picture because we are kingdom people, kingdom advances. Isn't it amazing? We are kingdom advances, and I saw it happen before my eyes this weekend. In the identity coming, look what we can do. You had it before, but it was like God underlined it this weekend because there's something new coming. I alluded to it yesterday, but you know tomorrow, no, well, not tomorrow. Tomorrow's a bank holiday, Tuesday, when you go back into work or if you home or school or university, whatever, it is, but how does this weekend work with where we are? Nothing has changed. You have the same amount of the Holy Spirit in you. He's, it's a, it's a, this thing. This thing has to adapt to say, I'm the same person. I'm so filled with the Holy Spirit. I've got this job as a whatever, and I'm going to go in the office. Father, I'm going into the office. And the atmosphere is going to change when I walk in. You've got to speak to your own being. You know, David in the Psalms, he started off miserable. Why are you cast down, oh, my soul? But he always ended up with lifting, talking to himself, lifting. And it's like, even if you're miserable, it's, well, I've, I'm still the light of the world. I'm still the salt, even if I'm miserable, even if I've done something wrong. I'm still the salt of the earth. Jesus doesn't take it away. And so when one walks into work, it's with an idea of, actually, this place is very blessed because I'm here. Yeah. Do you understand? God has put me here, not in arrogance, but so that I can bring his life in here. Now, that doesn't mean that you've got to preach the gospel and beat people up with the gospel at work. Or, well, I'm the light here, so i better. You don't better do anything. You better just do a good job. Because whoever pays you, it's to them that you owe your day's work. Can I say that again? Because so often we are taught, where God puts you, you're the only missionary there. And God has put you there so that you can change all the... God has put you there so you can do a jolly good job. So that you don't steal. Don't steal time even. Be different. Don't talk about the boss, or if you're the boss, don't talk about your underlings badly. Model something different. Have different talk in your mouth. And you know, you get together, coffee time or whatever, and it's like, can you see what they did? And one joins in. It's like, no. Just so, you know, let's not talk about them. Or... Something like that. Or walk away. Don't get involved in the worldly talk because we get drawn into quick. We are different. We are the, you know, people say the upside-down kingdom. No, we are the right way up kingdom. Yeah. The world is upside down, and our job is to model something different and turn it the right way up. And so if our talk sounds like the world's talk, what is that? What is that? And it's a matter of, yeah, but it's so embarrassing. And you know, they're going to think I'm a freak and so on. Yes? Yes? Isn't he worth more? And you know, when something goes wrong, do you know who they're going to come to? The freak. (laughs) It is. They come to the freak because they know there's something. And when we behave properly. And we model something of not stealing and not lying and so on in the workplace or at home or wherever. Um, it brings out the like a guilt in people in the world, which makes them hungry. It draws because thats the saltiness it draws them to come and say, "Who are you?" you know and they whisper behind,
3: "Will you pray for me?"
1: Will you pray for me? Because they know there's something about us that's different. Because we are kingdom people. So my mindset is when I get into a lift and people get in, I think, hmm, look who God has sent to bless today. (laughs) And it's not an arrogance. To me, I live in, and I tell myself everything, God's in charge of everything. So whoever he sends my way, I think, well, This is their opportunity, and therefore I will touch them, bless them, chat to them, stand in the lift and say nothing, and in my mind I say, Father, look after these people and bless them. Do you see? Because we carry the blessing of God wherever we go. I walk into Tesco with a shopping trolley. Tesco is blessed because a child of God is walking in the shopping center. Do you see? That's a totally, it's all in the mind. I don't even have to do it anymore. I just it's, it's just me. It's how it is. So if someone stops me in the road and they ask, they've ask, they got a map, London people get lost and they've got maps, I will say, well, you go there, 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 there. And, uh, and when they go and leave, I say, well, God bless. And in my mind I'm saying, well, Lord, you sent them to me because you know you want to bless them and I will bless them. That's my style of evangelism. And I lead people to the Lord. We make it so difficult. We take on this full responsibility of, as I said yesterday, from the beginning of salvation right to the end. I just want to play my part because evangelism is a step from one to ten. And sometimes we are number one in somebody's walk. Sometimes number two, three, four, five. When we bonus, is number ten. But when it's number ten, nine other people. Have been there before me, doing their job. So we each do our little job, and in the end, they reap. So I know that if I've spoken to somebody, I know the days of being a pre-Christian number. They will be born again somewhere along. Do you see the difference? It makes it exciting and wow! Bring it on, Lord! I say to the Lord every day. Well, I'm just going to live. You got somebody for me. Bring it. And so I don't go looking, they come to me, because he knows I'm ready. January this year, I was um, asleep, woken up in the night by God. Read Genesis 26. So I started reading, and it's the story of Isaac and the wells. So Abraham dug wells as he went through the land. But when he died, the Philistines blocked it up. And um, when Isaac came along, Isaac used his servants, sent them out, and they unblocked the wells, but people fought over them. But then there was the one, the one well that became Isaac's. And, And Isaac said, we now have favour in the land again, and God said to me, "I must say to the church in the UK, it's wider, but the UK, the well of the church's power is open in this nation again. It has been blocked for a while. By you may not, you may. Not. So we've taken on the. It's all in the mind." I well, better not. I, I can't be a proud Christian. And I don't mean proud in the, the, the right kind of proud. I can't because I'm not allowed to. Nobody wants us. Nobody wants to get saved. It's so difficult here. That's gone. The well is open and the people are coming in. So we have visitors at City Church in Cambridge on a regular basis. And they come to get saved. I've led two people in the last while to the Lord in City Church who went online and just came in. They are coming in. It's quite amazing what has happened in the turn of the uh, role of the church in this nation. And God has done it because something's changing in the nation and he's building the church up again. So, come on, church. you the answer. You are the answer to all the fears, to all the stuff that happens. You up for that? Are you the answer? But the thing is, we now have to change our mindset because we've been brainwashed into the old way of thinking. I can't. I can't. Nobody wants to hear me. And so on the pattern, we don't even realize that there's patterns set in our minds. And, Father, I want to ask that you break old mindsets over us. They don't want to hear me. It's not easy. It's not easy to go to work. Nobody wants to. Uh, I can't say anything. I can't even tell them I'm a Christian. Father, will you open the door that people actually take a step and tell people at work they are Christians, and then let it go, then relax, then relax. Father, I want to ask for unblocked wells in the minds of, no, actually it's going to be easier from now on. Something's changed. It's going to be easy. It's not going to be difficult. In the name of Jesus, you agree? Last thing before we have some feedback: the lion and the lamb. We sang it a number of times today and all, and yesterday, and it's been like a theme. And I thought, oh, clever God. And every time I thought, should I go and say, no, I'll wait. Because you see, the lion and the lamb is something that I heard somebody bring. So there was a wedding in Bermondsey about three years ago. It was a Ghanaian um, man marrying uh, a London woman. So the Ghanaian pastor and New Frontiers, the Umbrella Movement, who we are part of, um, the Pastor there came to Bermondsey to help in the marriage of this couple, and on the Sunday, John from Ghana spoke, and as he spoke I want to jump out of my chin say
2: yes
1: because he said he's married to an English woman and so knows both cultures and so on and um, he said he was he asked the Lord what word do I bring to the church in England, or where we are, um, at this point in time? And he was reading the book of Revelation, where Jesus is the lion and the lamb. And he felt God say to him to commend the church in the UK for being the lamb, for being uh, offering the kindness of God to people, the generosity of God, the, the wealth of the riches. And it was commend the church for, the, for being wonderful to each other and to pre-Christians um, and depicting the, the lamb. But now it's time for the Lion of Judah to roar against the enemy. Do you see the difference? Because the church in the UK has been very lamby and very nice. And it's fine. Very nice. Very nice. And the, but you know, the enemy comes in to devour. And it's time that the church says. And somebody brought a word like this this morning about the lion roaring. Enemy, you want to get to them, you've got to get through me. And you know who's in me. You try and get through me to get to them. Because we actually are the salt and light and the protectors of the world. Yeah? Yeah? We're the hope of the world because he's in us. Therefore, if I stand facing the enemy, which I do, that's my mindset is I'm facing the enemy. Behind me is all the pre-Christians or whoever I'm with. And I say, you come, come. But it's not arrogant, it is knowing in here the name of Jesus. Try and get past the name of Jesus. So if you are Lord of the Rings fans, there's a part in which the um, hobbits, that they in an underground ca- uh, kind of cave, and the, the, the orcs are coming, and it's all very scary, and, um, and they're running along this ledge, and the hobbits, you know, G- Gandalf is there, and he's got the staff. And the hobbits are running behind, and all of a sudden, this fire thing comes up from the depths, awful. And Gandalf turns around to the hobbits and says, Run! He's but Gandalf, you know. Run! And, you know, Gandalf sta- stands there with his staff, and he says to this fire thing, You shall not pass." And he- and to me, when I see that, to me, that's the church. You shall not pass. When people are in trouble in the world, you shall not pass to each other. You, you shall not pass. When the enemy is trying to harm the church, that's our role. That's how strong we are because God has commissioned us in that way to be the lion and the lamb, the lamb to people, the lion when it comes to the enemy. We roar at the enemy, because when we roar, he roars through us. I if you stand. You know, it's a new day. This weekend has been a turning point. The billboards are now gone from the construction site, and you are now in full view. But you are in full view because the beauty is there for everybody to see. You don't have to be made beautiful. You're beautiful already, so that's why the boards can go, because the, the work, the graft that you have been involved in, uh, even if you are new to the church, God brought you in time to do your part. In actually digging and helping and and walking alongside the leaders and so on. But now it's a new day. And it's like, well we've done that. We take off all the gear that of that season, and now it's the season of breakthrough. The roar of the against the enemy, the gentleness of the Lamb, because we're the salt and the light. And so At times where we go, look at me making space here.
4: I'm not getting away from you.
1: But at at times um, where I go, it's for a commissioning. It's like God wants to speak commissioning over the church saying, you know what? Go and get them. Go and, and be salt and light in the world. You have the permission. It's a permission thing. We don't need permission, but in our heads sometimes we need permission. Just go and be. And when you've got the the, the, the the fruit, the sheaves, bring them in. Let's grow this place into uh, a pumping army for God so that the streets are full of gold. And, Father, I want to ask for a brand-new anointing for people, people here today, brand-new for a new season. If you are up for it, just put your hands out. A brand new anointing for a brand new season. Father, thank you for the prophetic. What a prophetic people. What so prophetic. Father, will you increase the prophetic with people in Jesus' name. With G- In Jesus' name. Now I want to ask the, the elders and wives to come forward, please. I'm going to boss them
4: around.
1: Yeah. Then, marvelous to boss them. Can I can I boss them around? Yeah. Oh, they seem very keen. <laughs> <laughs> can you just spread out like that? Now, if you will remember, it's all grace. You don't have to. Nothing is a have to. But sometimes we need to do a prophetic movement of, you know, like we took the chairs away and so on. It, It does something. If you are up for the next stage, to be together with men and women, helping, shape, lead, and so on, I want you to come forward. If we are in this together, you don't have to, if you think, oh, this is a step too far. This is a step too far. Um, and it's a matter of, if you if you stay over there, you're not going to miss out on anything. This isn't a super special kind of people. This is, I just like activity. You know, it's like. And now I'm going to ask each of um, the elders and wives to actually briefly, briefly, say a prayer. For... You know, it's like, Father, thank you for the church. Lord, I set them free to go and be the salt and light. I set them free to go out into the world and make a difference, make a change, to ooze the presence of God in their workplace, a freedom to be the, the, the lambs and to roar against the enemy in the name of Jesus. You up for that? Yeah? Okay, go for it.
0: Father I want to thank you for this this people, Uh, Mm. they are so
5: dear to us, I thank you for the gift of them and I now set them free Mm. to be the salt and light of the earth in the place where you have put them, I set
0: them free to do that in Jesus' name Mm. Thank you, oh thank
1: you Jesus
5: Father I thank you for uh, the way you have gathered and the way you've brought, and there are so many different stories Mm. and different journeys. And Lord, you've brought us to this place and to this point. um, And I pray that you would uh, now send your people Mm -hmm. and you would send them into the highways and to the byways. You would send them into the estates uh, and the villages around Mm -hmm. where we are and Father, mm. I pray that upon this people you will you will put such a hatred of sin mm. that they are angry. About yes, it. that's it. And Father, it. I pray that that anger will turn to prayer. Yes. And that faith will rise in their hearts. Mm. Yes. And Lord, I pray both in their workplaces and where they live, they will begin to operate as salt and light in yes. their place. Yeah. Father, I pray that today will be a day. When, when they say of themselves no more no more doubts no more worrying no more looking back no more thinking about this or that this is where god has placed me and this is what god has called me to do yes. and father i pray for a people that will grow in their love for you And their honor of you, and they were growing their love of the church Mm. and of this church Mm. and of this place. That's it. I ask it in Jesus' name.
1: And now, if you will, I want you to actually um, open your eyes, not you guys, you can, they open. He never knows what's coming. eh? (laughs) (laughs) And from you to them, it's a thank you for helping to build now I bring release to you go and do the gospel, go and be the gospel, go and be Sultanah, is that alright? Yeah.
5: So I want to thank you <laughs> 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 I do, I want to thank you for um, uh, not helping to build yeah. but also uh, your, your acceptance and and um, you're strong, but you're submissive. Mm. Uh, you're strong, but you're humble. Mm. And I thank God for that. And I thank mm. you for that. And now you're free to go. Don't feel like, oh, have we got permission? Shouldn't we ask? You don't need to ask anymore <laughs> mm. um, in that sense. God yeah. has given you um, authority to go and to be the church in that area. And mm. He's going to
1: do some quite marvelous things. Amen. Mm-hmm
6: me I close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I <feel> more <laughs> that's, that's yeah. God, I really want to thank you this weekend for for setting free people's lives. Mm. No longer are you enslaved by the thoughts that discounted you mm. and the things that God can do in your lives. Yeah. That is so encouraging to me and I want to pray that this is something that just continues as that weeding happens. This is a continue mm. of setting your minds free that you can do anything in God, and that's in your workplace, with mm. your families, with people you don't know. So God, I thank you for that, and I pray that they will be their, their minds will continue to be set free, and fixed on you mm. as to what you can do in them. And so uh, I want to. I want to hear amazing stories of what God has done. I, this is a, a, a thing that happens once a year. If you say, God, I want a weekly story. Yeah. Yes. And how you have opened up opportunities of how you've broken through things and mm-hmm. what God has done. God, weekly stories of how you are moving. Mm-hmm. And
2: then, mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. When you're out in the world, sometimes it's, it's quite easy to see the way the world's. When you look at the way the world looks, you don't see the light you bring. You don't see the saltiness. You don't see it. So my prayer is that God, you will remove the scales from our eyes, mm-hmm. from all of our eyes. May mm-hmm. you remove those scales, so we may see the light that we bring.
4: Mm-hmm. We
2: may see the salt that we bring. Mm-hmm. And we may bring it to you. <coughs> bring, it, bring it, Take it from you and bring it to the world. Mm. Confident, Lord, that you are doing what a marvelous thing. That you're using each one of us. We mm. may be step two or six, whatever it is. Yeah. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. May we play our part. And mm. may we be faithfully and diligently light and salty for you. Mm. Day after day. Coming back to you, because we are porous, seep out of us. Mm. May it continue to seep out of us to those around us. Yes. Thank you. May
1: it be for you. Amen. Now, if you will, I want you to open your eyes, and you guys keep your eyes closed. And you, you spoke about the scales. Mm. Lord, will you come and break the scales? Yeah. Now, you. I would like you to say, people, I break the scales off your eyes now that we see in a new way in Jesus' name.
2: Yeah. So people, the yes. scales Whoa. Off your eyes, they are broken
1: yes. in the
2: name Whoa. and the power and the authority That's it. of the Lord Jesus. That's it. And what That's he breaks, it? nothing. Nothing go back that together. That's right. So they are broken in the name of, in Jesus, name of so God, Jesus. And may you see afresh and anew the light and the salt that you
1: break. Yes, amen. 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 Did you feel the change in the atmosphere there? Something happened. Father, I pray for this body
2: of evil. Lift them up, Father. In
6: mm. the, make them in Big, confident, bold lions and lionesses mm. in your kingdom. Yes. Help them touch people in their lives, in their daily walks. Help them go as foot soldiers into seeking your kingdom. Come, Lord. Come, Lord, people. In your name.
1: Amen. Amen. People, give me a J. J. Give me an E. C. Give me an S. F. Give me a U. U. Give me an S. Yes. What does it spell? Jesus! What does it spell? Jesus! Who's the king? Jesus! Who's the king? Jesus! Who's the king? Jesus! Yeah. That blows your mind, do not <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Turn to each other and bless each other quick because we got something else to do. Bless each
2: other.
5: Got the victory. Yeah. Okay, Garth. Oh, oh, I'm on. I'm on. Okay, if we can just uh, find a seat, just for a moment. See, you've, you've got them there.
6: Um,
5: oh, I'll get. I'm gonna get Paul into this. Is that okay? Is that right?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> okay um
2: <laughs>
5: okay so I'm gonna you stay out here please stay out here. so. Uh, so what we wanted to do was just—we um, don't—we don't have long, but I did want just to get um, some really, really, really brief uh, just uh, testimonies of uh, what God has done uh, for individuals here. Uh, not so much—we um, uh, all know that Angela's done a great job, so why don't we just give Angela a round of applause, Angela and Greg? We know that. Yeah. Cool. And we're we'll so so I'm not asking for you to come out and say how, how great Angela because we know Angela was great yeah um, and she knows that and she and I, she's not she's not looking for you to go that was great that was great but it would be really wonderful for for people just to share briefly um, what they feel God has said or done or a moment in the weekend and and really to model that I'll, I'll just give you one like my one highlight. Of um the many highlights, but the one real highlight of the weekend was um when we did that prayer tunnel, which I've never done before, and I am the kind of person who would have been, hmm, what's quite gonna happen here? Um um but but what I loved about it, and so we will do it again, what I loved about it was um uh, that the church prayed and prophesied over the church. Yeah, and I loved that. Yeah, I loved the fact that we all prayed and prophesied over each other. And I also loved the fact that it allowed Pauline and I to pray and prophesy over the church. And I realised at that point that I carry the church in my heart and that that it was really easy to do that. It wasn't. And I think we probably prayed and prophesied over everyone who walked past us. Um, And it was easy to do that. It didn't feel like a big thing. It felt a really wonderful thing to do. And to the point where I was having to move people on, even though I hadn't finished, it was just like Angela was going, move on, move on. So, um, so, so for me, that was my big highlight of uh, this weekend. Um, but I'm sure there are others. And so I want just a few people just to come. Why don't you just come out and just be prepared to give a highlight? Um, yeah. So uh, quickly, quickly, quickly. Okay, a quick highlight from Pulley
6: yeah quick, no, quick, I'm doing a long time. um, yeah, I've got a very clear highlight actually i i ugh, blah, I can't get it all out um God taught me this weekend that I don't have to disqualify myself for the things that he's given me, and I think that's been my biggest highlight to be able to operate in the things that he's given, and they're obviously not me. Hallelujah. Um, and so I don't have to be disqualified from operating them. So that's my massive highlight. Real release um, this weekend. So thank you, Angela. You helped bring that about. Obviously, it's God that it's for you, him using you. So I thank you. Okay.
5: Cool. Okay, so if we come up, we all thank Angela, so we don't need to be thanking Angela every time. If, if we If we come up and just say... Yeah, 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 exactly. So, okay. So, uh, everyone, you can go, go, Okay. Um,
4: so, my highlight, a um, couple of things. I think one is just being, feeling freer in bringing words of prophecy, but also being really encouraged in that, which has been lovely and very fun. But, yeah. Um, yeah, and also encouragement to everyone. I don't know about you, but when I was going through the fire tunnel last night, so many people just had the same words over and over again. So just an encouragement that you you know, that we hear him, which is lovely. But the I think the deep thing that he did in me um last night, I think um whenever I whenever it was, three years ago, I became a mum but within the context of the church, I found it really difficult and for a whole host of reasons, um was ended up carrying a lot of hurt and God did some because he's so wonderful he did some real healing in me but I think some things were healed some things were kind of patched up and there were definitely some real you know there just some some stuff left and I was coming into being contemplating being that that been my life being about church and and um solely and in the context of being a mum again and with a lot of fear and, that uh, you know, it's going to be it's going to be the same as before. And I think the thing that he did in me that was so beautiful as I was as I was um, walking through is I just felt so loved and valued and accepted by the church. It wasn't just I mean, God was 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 blessing me, but also all of you were blessing me so much that I came out just feeling like um, joy at the at the prospect of bringing this one up, you know, in the context of the church and doing that again in the context of the church. And, yeah, I can't want you to stop and, and hug everyone, but that would have ruined the you know, the flow. And you were all knackered because it was, like, three and a half hours in by the time we went through. So, like, so I didn't, but just thank you. Yeah.
5: Okay, thanks.
0: Um, uh, my family live quite far away, so they live in Scotland. And sometimes when I got off the plane and I see my mum or my dad um and when you hug them you realise how much you've missed them. And uh I don't uh I don't often think about them when I'm not there, but when I'm there, there's that moment, thinking, oh, I've really missed you. And when I stepped into that tunnel um with the Holy Spirit, I just thought I've really missed you. Uh really missed you. And uh I think for the first time probably a bad thing to say, but for the first time I really feel that in this church I can really meet with God. Um and I'm excited to see what God can do when we go back.
3: Cool. I just want to say thanks for making me feel welcome, my family, and everybody into the church. And I really lost it last year, and I've just found it again. And I could smile and be happy. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Okay for me yesterday was going it was going through the tunnel yesterday and sometimes being a mum a second mum you can the job is quite alone but not lonely so um, going through the tunnel I, I need you guys to help me with this because i that's the way i can explain it to you so just tap your feet slightly on the floor and then raise it up one notch and raise it even more and really loud and hold it there that's what it felt like. Now stop.
4: Um,
3: that's what it felt like going through the tunnel. The prayer was just like that. Sometimes I caught a word, sometimes I didn't. Sometimes I recognized a voice, sometimes I didn't. But I just felt God telling me that whatever I'm going through, that's where, we're, that's where I'm at. Even though I'm alone in my room, even though I'm going shopping all the time, heaven is constantly doing this. And the tapping is maintained at the highest level. And that's how I feel. Me and Matthew.
1: Okay, Emma. Yeah, I just want to encourage you all that this weekend has been so brilliant for me. It's been like an unlocking of the gate. I've set the captives free. So, yeah, just be confident in him. Be confident in his Holy Spirit, in you. You already have the power. You've already got it. Use it.
6: I just want to thank God, and (laughs) I'm a little bit shy and the things that quick, and I thank God for enabling me coming to this place, witnessing his presence with the beautiful family he has given us. I'm really glad and grateful to you all. And I thank Pastor Angela and Pastor Owen for the grace and the love that God has used them as his vessel to bless us all and see his wonders. Thank you all. Thank you.
5: Okay, so uh, that's just just great to hear. We've just got a few people that we want to thank specifically. Uh...
0: You have just listened to a Beacon Church recording. If you would like more information about us, our vision, the team, or upcoming events, please visit our website, which is beacon-church.org. You can email us at office at beacon-church.com or find us socially on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You are welcome to share this recording as you wish, but please do not make any edits without express consent. Thank you.